and welcome to the Magic Hour Show number 71 for Tuesday, December the 6th. We are in the last month of 2016. I'm your host, Eugene Hua. Joining me tonight is Mikey Rollins. You, 2016, Yeah, I'm so ready for you to end. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. not. I'm not no, ready Ryan, for 2016 to end. Ryan's I don't want it to here. end. You don't want it to end, Ryan? I want it to end <laughs> no. so that I can buy games again. <laughs> Haven't we just been breaking that rule already? Oh, like, no, I feel we, like we, I feel like we've like skirted that like broken, skirted, cheated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, at the end of this year, cheated we should just sit down. Last Tuesday of the month, yep. we'll just all sit down. And we'll talk about our sin. Basically, it's like confessing. Let's yeah. convince, confess to our 2016 sins. Well, and you know, I know what they are already. So, yeah, I think everybody I, does. I'm still feeling sad that I broke for a game that was pretty lackluster. Yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll have to discuss all my, that at the end I'm of the year. I'm pretty happy with I'm, my break. I, I ended up breaking way, way more bad than than I ever thought I would. <laughs> you broke bad. Break you made bad. you made meth games. I well, I, uh, I Mikey, I don't think you were here. I I subscribed to the humble monthly. Oh wow, that is pretty. That's breaking yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> I had, I, pretty I had bad. some some extra money. I had some summer money, and I. I, I, I subscribed to it with da, 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 the best of intentions. Da, 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 a friend wanted da, 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 Stardew Valley, da, 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 da. so I said, walla, walla, walla. I can get Stardew Valley <laughs> for this subscription. And that's what I did. I didn't and, know Stardew Valley was on it. I would have actually subscribed. Yeah, it was free. So you, so, well, not free, so it was an early unlock. So you subscribed in November, and you got Stardew Valley right away. So I subscribed for three months, sent Stardew over to my friend, said, okay, <laughs> let the games come in. Let the games begin. That's not a bad plan, but I'll break down what games. We'll we'll break down what games I yeah, kept. We'll, we'll, you know, I remember when those. we first talked about this, Mikey. You and I said that when 2017 rolled around, we would both get Gran Turismo and then play that for New Year's. So maybe I don't know. Is that coming? There was a PlayStation Gran Sport. There was, it's, yeah, I'm there was, still waiting on it. There was a PlayStation Experience. Uh, let's go into like what happened this week. There, there was a PlayStation Experience. 2016 event that I totally missed. Like the, it was like completely under my radar. I had no idea it was happening. <laughs> like, and then I saw these things for it today. I'm like, what? What happened? I would have totally watched that instead of the stupid game awards. Um, well, it was two days later too. So. Yeah, I know. So I was like, I, I don't know what happened. So a lot of announcements, a lot of games. Um, should I go through the highlights for me, and maybe you guys can pick out your own highlights? Sure. Um, yeah. I'm excited about. Nino Kuni 2, even though I haven't mm-hmm. played the first one. I just love the way it looks. And I think more games should should be like like Studio Ghibli animes. So so yeah, I'm excited about that. Um and I just noticed that there's this game called Let It Die. Mm-hmm. I've got it downloading right now. Which is free from Studio 51 and Grasshopper. Uh it's a cross between I guess it's like Dark Souls and futuristic punk or something. I don't know. Yeah, so so I heard I it was described. See it. As... I, I just I just heard about it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's like this post-apocalyptic game, and you go into this arcade with like Uncle Death, okay. which is the name of the main character who has the weird X-ray specs and dressed like a Grim Reaper riding a skateboard. And I don't know. We'll find out. We'll have to play that. That should be the first uh, Magic Happy Hour game. Okay. That sounds good. What is the Magic Happy Hour? I don't even know what that is. 
What's you guys, it? you guys have been like spitballing all these ideas, and I need to know <laughs> what they are. So, am I invited? So, Can I come? To the, of course, you're invited. The magic hour. What is it? It's the, the happy, magic happy hour. The magic happy hour. Okay. That's exactly what you would think it is from that title, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two dollar drinks. You, Two dollar drinks and chicken wings, fried pickles. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, streaming. Gosh. Let it die. Apparently, I'll sit back and watch. And chat. I'll commentate on Let there It Die go. with Uncle Death. Uncle Death. Well, we could also do the the Bayonetta Two Christmas Club thing. That's right. That's right. It is. It is time for the Bayonetta idea. Two Christmas Club Holiday Game Club. Thanks. A shout out to our our our, our friend Ray who uh, hit me up earlier in the year, like six months ago. I was like, Hey, Christmas, you're playing Bayonetta Two, right? In December, you start on December first. You play a chapter a day. And it's what, 25 uh, chapters, takes you right to Christmas. It's set Christmas time. <laughs> that's cool. So you're on chapter six, time. right? I'm on chapter six. That's, so, a, okay. that's a really good idea. Join in. I've started a post on the on the Meverse, a discussion thread somewhere in the Meverse for the Bayon. I'm calling it Bayonetta Christmas. Um, cool. we'll be we'll be playing along on the Twitter and and you know, wherever else we can discuss the game. I'll give you my personal phone number. We can be in touch through text <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We don't have uh, forums. We need forums, but so um, right. Well, but we'll, we'll uh, we can use the Steam group or whatever to play play Bayonetta two together. It's early. It, the The first six chapters actually probably only I probably only put about an hour or two into the game. So jump in, play along. It's uh, if you miss the first one, it doesn't really matter because it's like just high octane over the top action. Yep. You know, With it's not like crazy a witch lady story continuity, like spoilers yeah, and stuff. Or, there it's, are like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's got a little bit, but nothing like nothing you don't you really need. It's like the beginning. You're like, she's like John, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah it's the girl from the first one. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then they have the the Joe Pesci, Danny DeVito character who's like, yeah. yo man, that's my car. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. Isn't it the same as the first one? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, there's some carryover <laughs> in characters, but nothing nothing that's going to impact. I don't think yeah. Bayonetta is is intended to be the most highbrow of story oh, interconnected. Not. You're supposed games. to just replay levels to get higher points. Just button yeah. mash. Score that's yeah, all score much. chasing and stuff. And what about you guys? Uh anything from the PlayStation I'm, I'm experience gonna, that you I'm gonna dive kick off of the Bayonetta two talk to mm. mention near automata. Mm. Which I am very excited about. It's a platinum joint, so that's three nine. Kick it off of the uh, bayonetta. That looks really amazing. Uh, I was already excited for Gran Turismo Sport, but the VR part makes it really amazing. Even though I still haven't played PlayStation VR, I've played like tons of. Like I've I've actually put in like hours into the Vive now, and I haven't played a single PlayStation VR game. Hmm. You've put hours into a Vive. Yeah. Do you have a Vive? No, I don't have a Vive. I oh, good. I, did, I didn't break that far. Do you have a PlayStation VR? No, I don't have a PlayStation VR. Oh, okay. Well, the main reason I don't even have so so what's really funny is like so I did the just math to one day. Yeah, just to clarify, I actually sat down in an afternoon when I found a like starter bundle like camera, move controllers, VR, and I was like, hmm. I started doing the pricing, and I was like, I could do this. I could do this. This is. Yeah, I could totally do this. I could buy this right now. Not a big deal. And then I was like, I haven't played this thing, and I've heard some really weird things about it. Like, I really don't want to pick it up without playing it. And then I put it back down and said, I should probably not buy anything VR until I know that I'm into VR. 
that hardcore. I wonder if like mm. also if I have it at home and I don't have to go somewhere to play it, like over at a friend's place or or go to like a you know one of my friends works um, mm. and play it on their dev units. Like I wonder if like that will just like kill the fun because right mm. now the fun is that I don't actually own it. <laughs> right. So. Um, well, and also, you know, and you don't, you don't have glasses, do you, Mikey? No, I don't. Yeah, because I, I, I have glasses. I tried the Oculus mm-hmm. at a friend's place. It was an early dev kit, so maybe it's not, it's better now. But man, it was uncomfortable. It so did my, not fit my gla- over my glasses very well at all. So I had two friends playing the Vive who wear glasses, and mm. they had no issues. Mm. So okay. glasses on, Vive came over. Yeah, they pulled yeah. the straps tight. wasn't okay. a big deal at all. Okay. Um, I think the new Oculus, because of the way that the lenses are, because you can set the distancing, you can, I guess, play it glassesless. Is what I've have heard, but it, I haven't played one really? of the. I mean, I've played a, a, My a unit, but I don't wear glasses. Bad, though. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not for you. <laughs> but we'll we'll find out. We'll, find we'll eventually out find out. Eventually. We'll get all of us together. We'll get a VR unit. We'll find out who's blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my hand goes up. I'm Your hand goes up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of what else was like a big standout surprise. Knack two, right? Did, mm. <laughs> did you see that one coming? Um, no, I didn't see that one coming. Up. Well, I mean, actually, I didn't see it coming. But They're doubling. I was down. rather. Sh- yeah. Um, Nino Kuni two looked amazing. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, they, they've shown trailer. that off. I was trying to think if, there's, if there was oh, anything no. else oh, new, new or, stuff, or yeah. hey, that crash stuff. They got into some detail with that. Finally, they showed uh, footage from the new crash games, not new crash games, remastered crash games. Now, yeah. that, that's what I'm looking forward to in eight years when my kids are older. I'll pick up a PlayStation Four for thirty dollars and we'll play Crash again, and that'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I can't think oh, of anything else that really stood out. It might be a lot of fun. I wonder if I, Crash does not play as well as I recall it playing i did so because being a nintendo kid and coming off of playing a bunch of nintendo games on to crash like i didn't like crash it felt like because they they pitched it at that time period as the you know anti-mario sort of game and i was like this game's kind of lame i was like the camera's really weird and you just kind of spin and the jumping doesn't feel good it's like i'd rather just play mario i remember uh, I being be- heavy but we'll find out yeah, we'll find out. I can't think of anything else that was like a. Uh, I mean, you're not as much as I want to say, I was. You're not excited about Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. I have mixed feelings on it. I want to be excited, but I'm terrible at fighting games. So, and me too. We'll play together. It'll we, be perfect. We, we can play together. But I just don't want. To, I just don't want to spend sixty dollars on it. That's my biggest That's issue. True. Is I just don't want to spend. That's true. If, if it was like twenty, like I was even excited that they were re-releasing uh, three ultimate. Mm, right. and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this," and it was like twenty five dollars. And I was kind of like, "Yeah," it's like I'll wait until it's on sale. Do you know what's a Seeing really fun the, game? Is the Wii game, the Tatsunoku versus Capcom. Oh, I, I love, love Tatsunoku. That. I got, I, you know, it's great. So maybe this will be, you know, just as good. Mm-hmm. Seeing the screenshot of of Mega Man X looking so beautiful, it just made me sad that we can't get a proper new. Yeah, Mega Man. Yeah, they can make him look that good for the fighting game. For a fighting game, yeah, for sure. Um, I guess we should highlight the big, big sort of tentpole news: Uncharted Four is getting a new chapter, Lost Legacy, Last of Us is getting part two. Uh, 
This was interesting. Uh, I li- I'm, I'm listening to all of the caring yeah. happening right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Lara <laughs> <laughs> Croft Go, which is which I have actually on my on my phone, is coming to, I do as well. to PlayStation Four. It's a good game. But it's kind of it, a weird kind of I don't know. I guess well, it's I guess easy they, to port, so they just just port it and. Well, I also wonder if uh, it, like they I had guess. a lot of good I guess feedback from porting a uh, Hitman Go last mm, year. Right. Why not? It's just Why money. Not? It's money. Yeah. Oh, actually, money. one one that I uh, did see that I didn't mention was uh, Dreadnought. Okay. Looked really cool. It was a uh, like giant, massive naval sh- spaceship game. Ooh. Okay, I saw. Combat. I did read about this one. You play a huge capital ship, right? Yep. Play a huge capital ship. Lots of like missiles going everywhere. I don't know how the gameplay is going to be, but I was actually really excited. Excited enough that. During the trailer, I actually left the trailer and signed up for the beta, and maybe I'll get in on that. That looks cool. Yeah, I've I've had a space itch lately, and I've answered that with Rebel Galaxy and to a, a very large degree. And Rebel Galaxy is an absolutely awesome game, mm-hmm. um, where you can play really big ships with lots of cannons and missiles. Yeah, um, you can talk about that if you want. If you want oh, to talk about what we've been it's playing, just so good. I just do want to so mention good. one big game that came out. Uh, the Last Guardian finally dropped um, after a decade of it's here. teasing. It's actually here. It's real. It's an actual game that you can actually buy and actually play. Um, mm-hmm. As is Final Fantasy fifteen. So there you go. Some big games this week. Yeah. So Ryan, yeah, what were you playing. doing in two thousand nine? Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing when, when Last Guardian was announced? Uh, uh, what was when what two thousand and nine? I think right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was before then actually. And a f- Final Fantasy fifteen was two thousand six. D uh, D mentioned that in yeah. a little Twitter wow. chat. I was I was, uh, I was taking care of um, four and five year olds. Yeah, my daughter was super young. <laughs> I like, didn't have I, kids. <laughs> I liked D. She was like, I wasn't married, and uh, I didn't have any kids, and now uh, I'm married. And I have kids. I, I was still an undergrad at that point. That was my sophomore year, junior year, junior year, maybe, college, party time. I'm trying to quickly find when it was announced. I see like a 2007 announced or uh, working title stuff, and it was showcased during the 2009 e, uh, E3. So, yeah, that game has been in development for a bit. 12th wedding anniversary. Nice. In 2009. <laughs> I don't know. And now you're almost to your twentieth. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I don't. That's know. That's good. They've been I, in the oven a I long time, but they're play, paying too much attention to it when it was announced. To be honest, sounds like sounds like they're coming out to good reviews overall, which is which is cool. I mean, a little bit, well, I was a little bit worried as long as those have been in development. Mm-hmm. What's really weird is they 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 took so long to come out that's like now the window that I'm interested in those games has passed. Like. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 15 I had like I was like pretty excited when it was Final Fantasy versus 13 and I was excited when it got like reannounced and then reannounced again and then I wasn't quite as excited when it got reannounced as 15 what was that 2 years ago and now that it's out I'm kind of like I I'm looking towards Persona 5 and that's pretty much it like for the Japanese RPG front for me like Final mm-hmm. Fantasy's kind of like lost its window also I watched videos of a uh, Sydney fueling your car, and I just feel embarrassed. <laughs> I've not seen those videos. 
I'll share. Is it, like, is, it, is, it, is it like a bad like commercial? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay. I feel like it's like going to a topless car wash. Oh, but working that no car wash, yeah, but not not a topless car wash. <laughs> there will be mods for that. There will be mods. It's not on PC yet, so. No, but there, but it will be, and there will be mods. <laughs> there will be mods. It's the name of your new movie. There will be mods. Oh, one one rumor I saw this week about From Software and Dark Souls Three coming to Nintendo Switch, or something. Apparently, it's playable. They're thinking about doing a collection for the Switch. I am actually would, really hoping that's true. Would I want to play that? Dark Souls. Yeah, yes, get that. I, I, oh, one hundred percent. That's cool. I. I I would probably rebuy it. Why not? <laughs> I like Dark the Souls. The idea of these things just being playable yeah, anywhere, like I these big the, games. I, I don't have Dark Souls 3, so that's, that's good also. Yeah. Anyway. I hope that's true. Are you I worried about, true. are we worried about like, oh, I, it's hard to get excited about too many ports though for me. <laughs> See, yep. it's, not, it's not hard for me because I'm playing these <laughs> games. So like, yeah, bring them on. Heck yeah. It, I think I mentioned this last time we talked, but you know, if uh, the special edition Skyrim didn't come out, I would have been all about that on Switch. Mm. Like it was already in transit when they showed that, and I was like, mm. it's like you know, I don't think I can wait because that's like the perfect platform to play it on. Because like sitting that's here true. thinking about how much time I've needed to put into it and the time that I just have like because. I, I equate Skyrim to almost like a mobile game. Like, there's a lot of like actioning parts where you need like set piece moments. You need to be at home so you can play through. Right. But there's a lot of just like random grinding and picking mm. up items, and that would have been like the best thing to play it on. I'm I am interested to see if they do ports of like, um, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, because mm. I didn't get into it there, and maybe in a portable format. Because when they announced Xenoblade Chronicles, uh. 3D, whatever, whatever they called it, when they released it for the 3DS. That's um, what they called it. Pretty, pretty on the nose. Pretty on the nose. Um, I was really interested in that because I'm like, yeah, oh, I was like on the go. It's like this is a better experience for me to actually play like a grindy RPG. And uh, then when Chronicles X came out, I was like, mm, it's like I don't really sit in front of my TV very often. And it, the promise of the gamepad and it doesn't really work in my bedroom i was kind of like oh it's like it's kind of a bummer so maybe maybe that'd be really nice i can't think of any other ports i'd be excited about the stardew valley on switch (laughs) farming everywhere that's not it feels like the perfect game for giving gifts to cute pixel Mm. girls everywhere i think i'd rather an animal crossing switch oh bring it on too yes all of these things yeah those things get me more excited Uh, not that Dark Souls 3 wouldn't be cool because I think yeah. it would be good for, you know, just proof of concept and also for us that haven't gotten around to playing it yet. So There might just be some games that I haven't thought about wanting to play on the go that would be interesting. Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, maybe Deus Ex, uh, yeah. just Mankind Divided. I haven't picked it up at all, so that would be something uh, nice to come to the Switch. Uh, speaking of Switch, what did you guys think of the, I guess, the extended... Legend of Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda came and talked this evening. Legend of Zelda trailer they showed at the key, uh, the Game Awards. The trailer was was pretty cool. Lots of little uh, scenery bits to dissect and and small glimpses of other characters to tear apart and analyze. Um, but that playthrough thing, I don't know. I wasn't feeling that very much. Oh really? Yeah. Did you see Did you see that part, Eugene? I watched the playthrough part. Uh, 
like I like I mentioned to you guys when I was watching the Game Awards, I was also playing Dragon Age Origins at the same time. So <laughs> I didn't really like it. I kind of looked over when they were playing, and I saw Bill Trinan and and some other guy playing, and it was kind of funny, kind of. So I don't know. <laughs> and I don't really want to look at too much of it because I, I mean I want to play the game, right? I don't want to see everything before the game comes out. So I don't know. I played. It looked yeah. good. Like I mean, it looks like a great looking Zelda game. Looks amazing. So. I think I think they're pretty confident that they have a lot of content, considering mm. how much of that game we've actually seen. Yeah. So yeah. Keep All going. Right. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean yeah. to derail you. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what we've been playing. I guess. Um, Mikey, you want to go since we just mentioned Skyrim? You still playing? Yeah, I'm still playing some Skyrim. Yeah. Not really much more to it. I'm just making my way through the trophy list at this point. You married okay. yet? Been to the Temple I, of Mara. I'm married. I got two kids. I got five houses. Oh, look wow. at like you. Five, five, you. You five. are the, you, the, the the privileged of Skyrim. <laughs> you can build I'm the one percent of Skyrim. Yeah. So in the Hearthstone uh, DLC. Yeah. Or sorry, sorry. It's uh, is it five? Hearthfire. Hearthfire. Uh, I keep wanting to call it Hearthstone. Um, <laughs> is it three houses? I can't remember how many houses. Is I, I've, I bought all those plots of land, and I completely built out those houses, and nice. I got a steward for each one of them, and I was like, man, I was like, that's a lot of work. And there wasn't even an achievement for like doing that. I was just wanted to do it so I could walk in and be like, yo, can you get, get me some more of this item? And uh, just somewhere to put... I, 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 my favorite thing is having the mannequins and putting armor on them, because I've got so many cool-looking sets of armor that I made that I don't want to sell. Yeah. And... Honestly, like I have so much money that I don't even pick up stuff for selling anymore. That's like I'm gonna put all this Daedric armor on this one mannequin. I've got like all this glass armor and yeah. all the like weird Daedric armor I've been picking up. So um yeah, still playing it, still enjoying it. I, I need to go ahead and finish it out. I actually haven't done any of the main like I I've done enough of the main story to kind of like them quit bothering me. So I just saw the graybeards, that's as far as I got. So I need to uh <laughs> Okay. Go back and actually finish the main story piece, but I've done almost. I, I think I've completed Hearthstone. I've completed Dragonborn, and I've almost. Mm. And the only thing I haven't done in uh, Dawnguard is get all the werewolf perks and the vampire perks. But I've completed that story mission, so okay, fun cool. stuff. Cool, Ryan. How about you? No, I already chatted quickly about Rebel Galaxy. Mm. I've put about twenty-seven hours into it at this point over the course of a few weeks and it's just a real good space flying laser shooting torpedo launching space pirate games i've 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 seen it referred to as a space western the music is definitely like sci-fi space blues right country blues i don't know what to call it's a good soundtrack um the the flight is all you're you're in space but you're flying on a two dimension you can only go you know you're, you're you're flat you're not going up or down you're only going left right and every all the combat is broadsides, and you got turrets that you can take command of, and pew pew little fighters out of the sky. It's just good fun. It's good fun. It does have a main story that you can follow, as uh, as well as a bunch of repeatable side quests, and 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 so you can earn your money, buy your ship, upgrade your ship. It's a good time. It's a good time. I, I'm really into the the cycle of that of shooting a lot of things, mining some asteroids, buying a new ship, decking it out. Starting that all over again. Now, forgive my ignorance. Is this a this is not a Star Wars game, is it? No, no. Rebel okay. Galaxy is because uh, from the a, title, I thought you know maybe 
It's just a space shooter upper. Right. 3D cool. space shooter upper. It's good. It's a good time. Um, I've also been playing Bayonetta 2, which I discussed. Please join in. Oh, at, uh, quick aside, Heroes of the Storm. If uh, you are at all interested in Heroes of the Storm, up until like mid-January, a promotion's being run where you can pick up like six free heroes for just playing 30 games with friends. I knocked that out with AI battles in about three nights. So if anybody needs some battles and needs a teammate, um, hit me up on Battle.net, or and you can find me there too, Zoso1701, hashtag 1980, or tweet me, and, and I'll, I'll gladly play some heroes with you if I can find time. Um, you know, toddlers and such. But uh, and, uh, So also, uh, finally, I, I, I reinstalled Star Trek Online uh, because a friend is playing and said, it's a lot different than, you know, two years ago, and you should check it out, and you know, I spent two hours last night resetting my UI and customizing my new ship that I got for free as a, you know, please come back thing and flew around for a bit. Uninstalled probably, it. Oh, no, I didn't. I'll probably, <laughs> I'm probably going to try to jump in tonight and check in real quick. And, uh, oh, I, I, it, it, MMOs are dangerous territory for me. So I've, I've, I've set some really firm ground rules. Like no daily missions. The second I'm not having fun or enjoying what I'm doing, uninstall. That's that. Those are the big ground rules, and I've got to be. I'm playing because I'm playing with a friend, and not just to sit there and be there myself. Um. Yeah, I feel a little, a little ashamed about reinstalling Star Trek Online. I don't. I mean, there, there's interesting communities to be to join and have fun with and I'm I'm pretty sure there's a a fun like B plot in the Star Trek online community that you know none of us know and you're like you're you're right there. You almost need to write us a report. I need you to give me like 900 words on Star Trek online. I can do that. I can do that. I'll post that. You'll post that. <laughs> I will. All right, cool. And of course you're working through Bayonetta on on a daily basis. Daily basis. Bayonetta Chapter 2. Yeah. Awesome. Um, for myself, I got, uh, gifted a game called Door Kickers, which, uh, it's like a 2014 game. You know, I was looking through the Steam sale and, um, because, um, I sent, uh, somebody a, uh, CirclePad Pro for their 3DS and, um, uh, in exchange, I said, you know what? You don't owe me anything, just you can buy me some games later worth, you know, whatever the amount. And so I was looking for for some stuff during the sale. Door Kickers came up as one of those um, Q, not Q recommendations, the curator recommendations from uh, Rock, Paper, Shotgun. So I have to give credit to them uh, as one of their, you know, 14th best RTS, whatever game, whatever. And it, it looked interesting enough for me to just take a chance on it and it's fun like i don't know if you've played this game it's also now it's out on um, ios and android as well so you could play it on your phone or ipad or whatever um you kick doors you kick doors you're (laughs) you're a swat team and you've got your your police agents and you go in and you kick down the door and you storm these buildings these 
flat map layouts and you just go through the through the different rooms clearing them of terrorists or bad guys or whatever that are trying to kill you or maybe they're holding hostages that you need to uh, incapacitate them without them killing the hostages or you need to rescue whatever you know it's it's pretty neat and then when you get you can basically draw you know the path that you want your your guy to go um, when they get to a door you can choose the the option like what action you want them to do whether you want them to just kick the door down or throw a flash bomb or um, check with the little camera to see like who's on the other side of the door and where the where the enemies are um, and so you can pause it draw your draw your path for all your guys to go unpause and everybody executes the plan and then sometimes it goes really well and sometimes it doesn't um, but you can also do it in real time if you like just like actually drag move your guys in real time around. It's not as effective, I find. It's harder to manage, of course, if you're doing it in real time. So I hit spacebar a lot, pause it, you know, and then do the do the pass. And so that kind of got me hankering for um, the other pausable real-time strategy game that I really liked, which is Dragon Age <laughs> Origins, uh, which is kind of... Uh, I don't know. I I got I didn't I, I got further this time than I got last time, and I, I'm really enjoying it. So it's the same kind of deal. Like you, you can pause and then just choose your actions. But you don't you don't pass people exactly, but you can tell them where to go. Um, you know, get the rogue to go behind people and stab people in the back. So I've got I've that sitting in my library. I've been meaning to yeah, check it. It's it's good. I like it. I, I like it. It it takes some of the stress out of it. Like you can you can pause and, and so like uh, Baldur's Gate, you played those. Like were you? Were you I you? haven't played that, but I okay. I would guess it's a similar idea. You can you can stop the game and then yeah. tell okay yeah. person to do okay. something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah is Dragon Age Origins isometric or is it three D like the other Dragon Age games? It's both. You can oh. you can move the camera up so that you're looking top down, or you can swing it back down so that it's behind your characters. Possible games are just so much easier to play with the kids I'm, around. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably very similar to uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay, that's a good, a good way to uh, to compare it for me. Mm. Cool, I totally get that that comparison. I think I'm gonna play Kotor too. I've been like putting it off. Sorry, I was just it's thinking okay. about that when you said that. <laughs> I, I beat it this I year, know, man. right? These are the games. It's just sort of like, oh, I've never finished that game. I kind of want to go back to it. I've started it like six times. I'm like, man, you know, I'm gonna finish Kotor too, and I'm like, I should, I should probably finish that one day. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all the games we've been playing right now. Let's take a little break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about our topic, which is finally our bang for the buck PCs. to talk about bang for the buck pcs because uh ryan you brought this topic up uh a little while back and we all said we would we would help advise you and tell you 
tell you what we think. <laughs> that was before we started thinking about buying a new house, and now it's <laughs> right. But that's okay. This might be helpful for other people too. It, it um, should be. Yeah. So you had you had a bunch of really good questions, Ryan. So we're just going to go through those questions, Mikey. Um, you've built PCs before. I've built PCs before. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it. Question number one: What pre-made brands, or should I let you read it, Ryan? You got the questions. I yeah, should they're, do. They're from Ryan's mouth, so maybe he should read them. Okay. What pre-made brands are quality, but ones that you're not paying for the name, like say an HP, a CyberPower, etc. Okay. Are those okay, or or which ones are uh, you know which ones you're just paying for the name, like Apple, because you're paying a lot for that name, right? Okay, so from my experience, I've never bought, other than Apple, uh, I've never bought a PC from a name company. I've always built my own. Um, So, I I mean, my feeling would be, unless you're getting something like a workstation class machine that's like going to be like a turnkey machine for some business that has to be 100% and it can't go down. Uh, and you need the support that a company like HP or whatever can provide you. Um, unless you need that, um, for a gaming PC, it's probably the best bang for your buck is always going to be building your own from components. So paying for the support as opposed to paying for the name. Yeah. What do you think, Mikey? I, I, I f- that's pretty much... That, that's the, So I, I've actually bought plenty of PCs and then have built upon them. Uh, sometimes OEM discounts are high enough that you can get a little more of a bang for your buck. Um, I haven't bought something like a CyberPower, which I've kind of been sketchy on because they just seem like they're pre-assembled off-the-shelf parts. Um, not saying it's a bad thing, but as long as it comes with a good warranty, and you kind of, t- I would do a PC part picker and look at the, kind of the pieces that it gives and see kind of like what's the price of the bulk parts itself. Also, make sure you include an operating system. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people do is they don't think about. Operating systems aren't cheap. Um, Mac is kind of like this weird, I don't even want to get into like that whole thing. But like when you're buying a lot of these brands, they they include, uh, you know, a year of antivirus, you know, six months of Office 365. You know, and there's, there's other pieces that keep adding on to it that add the price up. Um, but kind of going back to what Eugene says, like, you know, you're also wanting support. So as long as it has a good warranty, you want something turnkey, there's there's some good ones out there you can get. Um, the HP, I think it's the Spectre uh, line of uh, computers look really good. All they really need is just a pop-in of a, an upgrade of RAM and, you, and you're kind of set to go. And I want to say they're sub $1,000 in some of those versions. They're we'll not cutting... Yeah, they're not yeah. cutting edge or anything, but they're you're going to get good enough. And, as, and a lot of these support upgrades which are nice um i've actually bought um quick aside story i actually bought a gateway um back when uh i'm trying to remember what g4 series that was uh i bought a gateway when it was the seven series uh geforce cards came out and the price of the gateway that all the pieces it came with i couldn't buy it for the price i bought the computer it didn't come with enough RAM. It didn't come with a graphics card, but I was able to buy a graphics card and upgrade the RAM for less than buying it. Um, mm. So those are definitely some options you want to look into. Yet again, it's just, you know, buyer beware. Sometimes you can buy a lemon. That's usually where a lot of these brand names get haunted. Is they're like, oh, I picked up this one and it just died. I mean, that happens with everything. Um, you know, just 
if it sounds like too good of a deal, it's probably too good of a deal. That's that's also, I guess, another caveat. But there, there's some some good things. And and as you mentioned, the micro center in there, I've actually been staring at some of those lately, mm, as my micro yeah. center addiction has a uh, gone up. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, so, I'll, I'll follow up on that if you don't if if I could in. in with these name brands, are there like proprietary parts that you cannot take out and upgrade or swap if needed? Depends. Okay. Uh, you know, you're you're thinking of things like uh, laptops. Are you, I, I pretty much consider laptops. If you buy one, it's turnkey. You're never going to be able to upgrade it. Right. I'm thinking in, towers at this point. Uh, towers. I think a lot of the times what you end up getting is you get OEM motherboards where they had something that they bought that's specific to them that's of a version of like a base chipset that has limitations. Like it might not have as many PCI ports. It might not have, you know, the ability to take as much RAM. There's not there's not too many downsides that I've noticed, but it also depends on what you're going to do. Obviously, if you're hardcore, you want to tune everything, it's not going to do what you want. But if you're you're a tinker, you know, you like to go in, open the side and and kind of see what's in there, it's definitely worth it. I mean, I have a Dell workstation that I've actually got a slim graphics, like workstation graphics card in it that I'm considering starting to play PC games because it can play most everything at 1080p, which is what I want to do is hook it up to a TV. So, and I picked up that thing for really cheap secondhand. So. What about companies like uh, like game-specific PCs, like Alienware or things like that? I've, I'm not... Looked into that too much. I I, f- I feel like they look cool. <laughs> I so my first experience on the Vive with was with one of the new Alienware Area Fifty One machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're basically Dell's gaming arm at this point. Uh, Razer has been in an interesting position. Uh, so they have a current. I forget what they call their Razer Blades. I believe are what they call their laptops. They have this interesting thing where they're using Thunderbolt 3, which everybody saw uh, came out, and the latest Apple computers as well, where I went through a fit about dongles. But they made this like external graphics card um, adapter. So you could have an Ultrabook, so you have a laptop that's really powerful where everywhere you go. And when you get home, you have this external graphics card you can plug into to make it even more powerful. That one's very interesting, but it's also really expensive. Um, there's also one other one, Origin PC. Uh, which has kind of com- up and coming. Like they came out of nowhere, really. Uh, but I haven't been following pre-built gaming PCs, and they seem like they have a lot of really good deals and do a lot of really good stuff with their machines. Uh, and kind of it reminds me of Alienware pre being bought by Dell. Um, you're paying a little bit more because they are guaranteeing prices. Um, that is one thing to consider too when you're building your own PC. If that CPU dies. A lot of times, it's not under warranty. Uh, same with like motherboards, graphics cards, things like that. When you build stuff yourself, um, the warranties are are much shorter. So a lot of times, you're just paying for support. I guess is the long short answer to a long question. Mm. Shorter warranties, I guess, because user error putting these things in, right? Yeah. Also, I mean, to kind of like some of the builds that we'll we'll share here in a second. Um, Water cooling on a lot of these builds has become so easy. It's a little bit more expensive, but you'll get so much more performance out of it. I want to say GiantBomb.com actually just did a build uh, where they did a water-cooled machine where you can actually watch their archive video. Uh, And it's not as scary as it used to be. 
I remember like sitting around with like bags of deionized water that we had to order online, putting them into the radiator, and then taking like the Arctic silver and spreading uh, with a razor blade across the uh, like Pinium three. And like <laughs> fixing that on and then going, oh my God, I hope I sealed these twos because yeah, yeah. <laughs> if this goes everywhere, everything is voided. So yeah, yeah. they're all self-contained kits now, really. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty much you like buy this radiator and you just shove it on there and it's, yeah, it's all good yeah. to go. So it sounds pretty user-friendly actually then. Uh, just well, building it, in general. Is it is it user-friendly now? I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's way easier now. It's, it's very plug and play. It's so at the point need, where if you were just you need to use a screwdriver usually. Okay, I can use a screwdriver. Okay, can you use a screwdriver? That's good. Um, everything else is snapped together. You just snap it together. So you've you've built one pretty recently, right, Eugene? I have. Yeah. As well, so is is it is it like easy snap together? The things are big yeah. and they clip together pretty yeah. quick, or is it like fiddly so tiny? This little, okay, it's both. <laughs> it's metal, can, can I ask like, a question? Model a Mass Effect model than of the Normandy, and, and you know, it was snapped <laughs> together, but there were these little teeny metal tabs that you had to fit into a little teeny metal line opening and then bend it over. I was like, no, heck with it. I threw that thing in the trash real quick. I don't want to throw away hundreds of dollars worth of PC parts. No. So, so Ryan, let me me ask Eugene a question and this might solve it. Okay. So when you had to wire all the case uh, USB ports and power supplies Mm. on it, Mm. is it one jumper cable now or do you still have to plug in the individual jumpers? Um... It depends on it depends on the case you buy. The nicer okay. cases will have it all in one contained thing. Um, even if it is individual jumpers, they'll have a nice little like wrap around it, so it's all bundled together. So you can just ins- push it all in together, and it all go it all go in. Um, yeah. So I mean, there are some fiddly bits. I mean, there's there's screws to put in, and some some of them are I mean smallish. They're not teeny tiny, but um, you know, some screws to put in, things to line up properly. Um, and I would budget, you know, I would, if it's your first build, I would, you know, devote a, a whole day basically to it just to take your time with it and, and not rush anything. Follow the instructions, read the manual that comes with the motherboard and the case. Those are your friends. They will tell you everything you need to know. Really, it will. Um, and, you know, make sure you've got one of those grounding straps. Um, uh, you know, for the for the beginner, I would definitely recommend a grounding strap because you don't want to mess mess it up and shock something and destroy your CPU because you sent uh, static electricity through it. That being said, I never use one, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually use one every time, even when I'm opening stuff, and like yeah. I know it's not a big deal. I still use one, and it's probably just from habit of taking apart computers for a living. Yeah, yeah. You should. You should. I really should. I don't know. I just and and they're like a buck twenty five. You can add it to your <laughs> yeah. new egg order. It's like, oh, you want a grounding strip? It comes with like a little like so uh, alligator yeah. clip, yeah. and you're just like, oh, I was like, I'm gonna hook that to a grounding strip. It, this yeah. is fine. I'll just put it to the case. Yeah. yeah. Now there, I mean, you kind of have to look at your, so there's a bunch of parts to it, right? Like there's the power supply, which will have all these different things coming out of it with different connectors. And for the motherboard, there's a a big wide connector that provides power. There's also a secondary thing that provides some other power for like the PCI ports or whatever. So you have to figure and sort those out. They're usually labeled uh, pretty, pretty clear. Um, or, or 
they'll only fit in certain places. So you kind of you kind of just have to just don't that push out. too hard. Yeah, it's just not, um, but everything is really it is just you know snap together, click together. My my biggest I think the biggest uh, you know gotchas for me when I was putting together my PCs the first time was the around the CPU and the heat the heat sink and the fans for that. Um, sometimes, well, all the time, those heat sinks are, are pretty big and they need to be secured through the motherboard. So, um, depending on the design, uh, you, you sometimes need to, um, be able to access the underside of the motherboard to attach that, that heat sink, that CPU fan on. And depending on your case, if you mount the motherboard in the case, and you don't have access to the bottom, and then you try to put the CPU fan on, you're going to have to take that motherboard back out and do it again because that's what happened to me the first time. Now, the newer cases are really nice because um, the back of the case is also open, so you can you can reach it now. So a lot of that design has, has come a long way. And in terms of cable management and stuff like that, cases are beautiful now. Like It's so easy just to route the cable in, down, behind underneath the motherboard so you don't see it everything's nice and neat um so so it's pretty cool I, i'm i'm it's come a long way since you know 10 years ago when i built my first pc and i you know drew blood because i was <laughs> all the interior parts are so sharp you know um so yeah i think take your time you know uh just read the manual look up uh advice if you're you know if you're confused about something but it's not as fiddly as as all that so it's good to hear it's good to hear and where do we get all these fiddly parts you know you've mentioned pc part picker a lot that's that's the standard right that's i think well that's where you start that's where you start for your because i i start there pc part picker if you don't know that's a website that uh lets you peruse thousands of other people's computer builds as well as make your own from scratch. Um, and then it tries to pull the best price online that it can find in your country uh, for you. Now, I did that for Canada and it gave me whatever certain price. And then I was actually able to do better by looking at uh, individually, looking at newegg.ca or, in, you know, it would be Newegg in the US, uh, looking at my local computer store, which would not be on there. So like my local uh, here, it's uh, Canada Computers, I guess it would be equivalent like Micro Center, right? Is your local sort of computer store. <laughs> I don't know. Fries, if you're in California, uh, things like that. So you can, you can, you may be able to do better if you know exactly the, the parts that you're looking for once you've built your list. You can go and you can specifically say, "Oh, this this is cheaper here. This is this part is actually cheaper there," and then just you know Frankenstein purchase all your things and and get the best price. Yep. What what Eugene said. <laughs> we have Micro Center and Fries here, so right. I kind of just look at both and I see what I can pick up and go there, and then I just make sure I pull up whatever coupons and deals that they have, and then uh, see if they match deals, and then I go in there and make a big fuss. Especially at fries, I didn't. I still find it like amazing that fries is like commission based. Like even if I'm picking up a game, they want to write up a ticket that they quoted me on it for me to go up front and pay for it because they get commission on that game sell. And I'm like, oh, 
I've decided not to wait because it's taking too long for you to write up this quote. I'm just ordered it on Amazon and I'm going to pick it up in my office in two hours. <laughs> but my, Micro Center is actually really nice. Like I've, I, I, during the break, I mentioned I have a Micro Center addiction right now because um, I've had to go there just to pick up like random like office parts. And uh, it's just so fun to walk around. So, you know, look around, see what you can find. Just because everyone says New Eggs is the best, you know, it, that part's the same part if you pick it up from Target, Walmart, Best Buy, New Egg. You know, whoever has it and has it the best price, pick it up there. All right, all right. On that on that price note, like I, 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 I when I've looked around and played around with like PC part pickers, I see like okay, so there are some graphic cards options that are pretty cheap and they're pretty high power, and and RAM is ridiculously cheap. But so what what are the things you should never ever skimp on though when when you're building a PC? What you pay the premium price, go big or go home on on this item or these items, these parts. Power supply and RAM. Okay, that was easy. And it's usually the two I, n- I never skimp on. A graphics card is something you can upgrade as as your budget allows for it. And and as you've seen and, and as you've been posting, it's like, hey, there's all these like entry level graphics cards that've just gotten better and better and better. Also, remember what your setup looked like. Uh, you don't need a 1080, um, you know, Founders Edition if you're going to be playing these games on a TV. Let's just go ahead and let's cut the mustard on that. You know, if you're going to be making this, because that's that's kind of the unique experience right now. All of us have been talking about like making new gaming PCs, but what a lot of people are thinking is, you know, controller support's gotten better. I can hook this up to my TV and I can have that lean back experience. If you're sitting in a, a 10, 1080p environment, you know, the 1080, you know, GeForce is not what you need. You know, you could get a last gen, you could get a 1060. You know, you would be perfectly happy with all of these, and you're going to have some wiggle room to grow in. You might not be able to turn on like all the crazy dynamic pieces, but there might be another bottleneck you're having for those. But if you have RAM and a really good power supply, having both of those pieces right at the start, you can kind of move up because graphics uh, graphics cards always take more power as you go up generations. If you have happen to be blessed enough to get a motherboard that supports a new chipset or accepts a new processor when you want to do an upgrade, then you know that's awesome as well because it's going to take more power. So those are usually the two pieces I don't skip on. And, and I actually don't buy budget RAM either just because failure rate's too high. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so, but those are the spots that give you room to grow with time, give you the headroom. Yeah, because you know, right now you could probably find a decent, like, you know, uh, what was it, 1070? It was 1070, 10, or sorry, not 1070, um, the 960 cards, like if you're going to be playing 1080p, you know, for a really decent price, and you can grow into a 1080 when they release whatever the, do they do 1180s or do they just go right to 12? Who, who knows? But, you know, whatever series comes next and then grow up then, you know, because maybe you've had it for three, four years and you're starting to see uh, degradation in like your play quality. Okay. Okay. And last question I have, which is the biggest, you know, the <laughs> priorities for for individual people. So somebody else's priorities might be different than mine, but the priority in our household is ensuring quiet running. Like the mm. the loudest part of gaming with the laptop that I've used for years is the bloody fan. Uh, where where does cooling actually fit within a build? Uh, does does a, a different part come with like? The fans already on them, or you know, you mentioned water cooling, so I know I'm assuming that's something you add on uh, in your case additionally. Okay, 
So um, this is a big issue for me because I, I, the recent computer that I built was for a studio, right? So I want it to be quiet. Um, and so <laughs> you can go down crazy rat holes with this. Um, you know, there's huge, there's, you know, multiple websites with silent PC, you know, things and how to dampen everything and um, which are the quietest fans and things like that. Um, so so fans generally, you know, they have a DB, DBA rating um, and they'll, they'll have a rating of, so that's how much sound, how much noise they make um, at different RPM. So obviously you would think the faster that the fan spins, the louder it's going to be, right? So it's, you know, there's, you got to balance um, how much, how much flow you need and how, how fast it needs to spin to achieve that flow. If it can achieve a greater flow at a lower speed, then that's great, right? That's a, that's a good fan and it's quieter. Um, so if you, if you really want to go that way, then probably the stock fans that are going to come with, with the PC case are probably, you're going to want to replace those. The good news is you don't have to replace them right away. You can always replace them later. Um, you can try and see how it is. If it, if you, you know, if you get it and maybe they're good enough, they're quiet enough for you, then, then don't change them, you know, that kind of thing. Um, depending on the case you buy, the higher quality case usually will come with higher quality fans. That's, that's just generally the way it goes. Um, a nicer case will come with a, maybe a fan controller built into it as well. So you can easily adjust the speed of the fans and, you know, maybe knock them down so they don't spin as fast and therefore they're quieter. Um, fans, you're going to find fans in the case. They'll be at the front. They can be at the front. They can be at the back of the case. Uh, they can be at the top of the case even. Some of the newer cases have fans at the top. Um, a graphics card will probably have its own fan on it. And the CPU needs some kind of cooling as well, whether that's a heat sink with a fan mounted directly onto it, or whether that's a heat sink that's liquid cooled um, with two tubes running out of the CPU area to a radiator that is cooled by some fans that you mount in your case somewhere else. Sometimes you mount that on the back, or you can mount it on the top if you're, you know, like if your case has space for it. My 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 new case has space for fans at the top, so it it parts like the CPU do not. Well, uh, I should say they come with their own heatsink and fan, but you don't want to use the one that comes with the because <laughs> gotcha. it's just it's super noisy and it's not you know. So you're gonna want to buy a a aftermarket CPU fan. And there is when you can get into the, the liquid cooling. Do you find, Mikey, I'm not sure where you sit on this, liquid cooling to be quieter than a good, <laughs> quiet, non-liquid cooled heatsink? It depends. <laughs> um, <laughs> radiators can be just as loud as fans. Mm -hmm. um, and it depends on like the environment as well. So if you're in an area where you don't have very good ventilation, not a lot of cooling... Because um, just the environment can make a huge difference. Uh, water cooling in my my history of uh, having 
I've only done two water cold machines. Yeah. Uh, they were both really quiet until a couple of hours into a game, and then they just went really loud because that radiator then needs to cool that liquid. Right. Uh, I've also done just kind of just basic fan setup and using some. They well, I don't think they do this anymore, but they used to have these like dynamats. They used to put and you'd cut them out and place them into the inserts in the metal to mm-hmm. kind of insulate the sound. Like foam, uh, and like kind of foam. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a, a thin yeah. foam. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't supposed to help heat it up, but it was supposed to at least make it where it was, um, I guess, air could still move through it. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to help out a ton. But the, because like you, the comparison you're giving is a, a laptop. I feel like laptops are a thousand times louder than most <laughs> desktops. Even when you, even even when Eugene was like, "Don't use stock fans." I've used stock fans, and that thing is still quieter than a laptop because a li- laptop, the idea is that it's supposed to stay cool until you put it under pressure, uh, and then it just goes crazy. But which they, is most of gaming is what you're doing is putting pretty it much. under pressure, right? Uh, I want to say like even so, I have a, a, a workstation PC that's using a lot of stock fans, and it's from a major brand. And when it gets under pressure, it's still quieter than my PlayStation Four. Okay, mm, and, right. and actually, it, and my PlayStation Four is quieter than my my Wii U. I would also say too, like um, a larger case can help in that regard in terms of having more space to breathe and more air to move through. Like if you pack everything into a small, tiny case, you can imagine that heat's going to build up faster than if everything has a bit more space around it to have better airflow, right? Um, one brand of fans that I really like is Noctua. That's sort of my go-to for quiet fans if you if you're looking for fans. Um, so it's just a little plug for Noctua, but, um, and I yeah. also think that's a, and they're name super of a ugly city because they're, in Bayonetta too, Noctua. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> sure. And they're super ugly because they're beige, the fans, but oh, it's okay. Yeah, that is attractive. I like them. They're quiet, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah, take beige fans weird. they're quiet. So like you can, like when Eugene said you can fall down this deep, dark rabbit hole of like Googling like quietest fans. Uh, it goes from like somewhat sane to like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I'm going to save myself like a quarter decibel by switching to this one. And you're just like, in Eugene's case, that's probably a good thing. But for like the average consumer, it's not a big yeah. thing. Like if you're not building this for a studio, because um, it's, I remember working in a studio and shoving these things in these brown wood cases that had plexiglass and some fans that were just super quiet and hoping that you didn't pick it up when you're recording. But uh, if you're just kicking back and playing some games, uh, I would say, honestly, it would probably be even better just to invest in some headphones. Invest in some good headphones. That's, that's, my, that's my, <laughs> my biggest thing. Just invest in some headphones. Everything's go. loud. You won't notice. You won't notice. Uh, also blocks out crying babies. It does block out crying babies. Um, if you want to be an absentee father, you can uh, get yourself some really, really good headphones that have some noise canceling. Uh, sit back, um, maybe get a chair that vibrates, you know, and uh, <laughs> enjoy some games. You know, when that gun goes off, you're just your chair sitting there shaking. Um, That's great. So. Good advice. Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> all right. So we're going to put up all these uh, Mikey's builds on our website, the link to Part Picker. And I'm going to put, I'll put my studio build up on, on there too, just if you're yeah. interested to see what I, I what I did. Now, one thing we didn't talk about was the CPU. And I, I wanted to just briefly talk about that because if I feel like 
I feel like I always buy an Intel and I always get a, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And I never buy an AMD. And I, I'm sure there's some AMD fans out there, but what's the point? Like, is it cheaper? <laughs> is it less expensive? Is that why you would buy uh, an I AMD? I think it's less expensive when you're buying an OEM machine. I haven't seen a huge difference. So, and like, I don't, I don't know. I just always I, I, go with uh, with Intel. I don't know. Yeah, I, you can get some budget builds on some AMDs. I just mm-hmm. they're Intel seems like they're still on the forefront of everything. There was like a point where like AMD and Intel were like neck mm-hmm. and neck, and mm-hmm. they were just going back and forth. And then at one point, it just seemed like. Intel just made a deal with the devil and like they jumped like three <laughs> generations yeah. ahead. Yeah. And uh I mean there's there's probably still some decent AMDs that you can get. I think one of my builds actually has an AMD in it. Yeah. Uh and it just really depends on your budget and what you want it to do. Since we're talking gaming, Intel still still seems to be the status quo for this. Um I let until like we get into probably some weird arm race where arm chips are able to play games and we have Arm version. Well, we want to get in that. I don't even know why I bring it up. Um, <laughs> but you know, in, Intel. That's probably, I guess, one of those other things. Like when you're bringing up, you know, uh, pro- we we talked about what you shouldn't skimp on and loudness. The better the processor generation, usually the better they handle power, which means mm. the better that they uh, handle heat. That's which right. means the less you need to cool it. So something to also True. keep in mind, maybe an i5 that's a 6th gen or 7th gen. I can't remember now. Uh, I think it's 6th gen still. Uh, Intel, like i5, might be that much better than getting a 5th gen you know, i7 at a higher clock speed because it's quieter, takes less power, which means it's more efficient. Uh, on paper, it doesn't seem to make sense, but don't always uh, fall into that hole. My numbers are higher, so obviously that's better. That doesn't always mean mm-hmm. what it means. Yeah, that's that's good yeah. advice. Yeah. All right. Thanks All for right. letting me be the question guy, guys. I feel oh. a little uh, more informed after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you decide good. to build that computer, just let me know. I'm sure that's I can right. find a really cheap flight out, and we'll put it together. Uh, that would be fun. Just Aww, spend a weekend. That sounds like fun. I want to we'll, do that we'll too. We'll live stream it. Yeah. This is great. I can drive. I, to, I can I, drive to your house, Ryan. Probably eight eight hours. Yep. I mapped it. No traffic. Fun. Straight shot. Let's do it. <laughs> I should just fly to Eugene and then I'll ride down yeah, with them. So probably, it's, like a, it's probably it's, cheaper. It probably is cheaper. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. All right. Cool. Thanks, Mikey. You're welcome, man. Your your bills are gonna live on forever for everyone to see. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's do our picks of the week. Ryan, what's your pick this week? What was my pick this week? I wrote it down on the notes. It's something on Netflix. It's Fuller House. Oh, oh, Netflix. Yeah, Fuller House is coming back this weekend. I'm looking forward to binging that with my wife on Friday night. Yes. The cheese. Just just cheesy, cheesy, super positive, peppy show. Bring it on. Bring it on. Cool. Uh, Mikey? So to piggyback on that cheesy, yes. super positive show this is on a Netflix, good show. yeah, Supergirl. I finished, I binged Supergirl season one this weekend, and it was amazing. I don't know why I haven't watched it. We watched, watched it watched like the- last season while it was airing. Like our my daughter, my youngest daughter, she loves the show. She absolutely well, we, loves the show, I, and I can see why. So we watched the first episode, and my yeah. wife is kind of like, I don't feel it. And my daughter was like, and eh, I don't feel it either. I'm like, okay, well, then now it's all out on Netflix. I'm called, I've watched every other DC, DC 
like TV mm-hmm. show all mm-hmm. the way up. So I'm like, I'm caught up on Flash. I'm caught up on Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. I'm caught up on Arrow. And I was like, maybe we should just let's just dig in. Let's let's go. Supergirl's uh, got a crossover going on right now with all yeah. these shows. Yeah. And we just sat down. I was like, this is pretty good. And then next thing I know, it's like two in the morning, and I'm like, man, we should go to bed. And we wake up the next morning, like hit the gym, and it's like, hey, you want to watch Supergirl until we have to go to bed? I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So that's good. What a, a great, great family adventure. Yep. Yeah, Supergirl is super positive and peppy too. I dig it. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. super great. So I'm excited to watch season two now. All right. Yeah. No, it's good. Season two is is even better actually oh on 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 quick <clears throat> quick quick just jumping in there mm-hmm. uh my daughter's going to a superhero birthday party oh nice that's Congrats. her first friend birthday party who's she going as um she'll probably she'll probably put on the supergirl cape we have and, cool. and, and, and rock that there you go yeah, so, so, but I, I think like shows like supergirl really it's 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 doing something for these little girls i think yeah for like, sure we need some more diversity in there. Yep. He's a good thing. I it's do like good. I do enjoy Supergirl. I do enjoy it. All right. Well, my pick is uh Peppy, Perky, it's positive. Peppy, Perky, sort of positive, very bitingly hilarious. Uh, it's not for kids. Uh <laughs> Billy on the Street. Billy Eichner, comedian, funny man. He does Billy a, on the Street, William Billy on the, on the Street. Street. It's like uh that's a YouTube. Well, I think it's on TV too, but you can you can get it on YouTube. Um, he it's a it's a game show on the streets okay. of New York. Okay. And Billy Eichner just goes up to random people as like man on the street, and he just like peppers them with questions like for a dollar, who is you know blah blah blah. <laughs> but <laughs> he did. Uh, he 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 gets celebrities to come on with him as well, and uh, he'll do he'll do stuff like John Hamm was on it, Paul Rudd was on it, uh, you know. Um, he he interviewed uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, things like that. So it, it is it is humorous. I I laughed a lot when I saw it. So oh he he was on with uh, Michelle Obama and Big Bird in a grocery store and <laughs> and a random woman off the street that had appeared in some of his other things. And so he brought her along to meet the first lady. And yeah, it's great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's good for a laugh. If you need right, a Billy little, on the streets, Billy on the street. Yeah. Billy on the street. That. All right. Well, I think that's our show for this week, guys. That mm-hmm. is. Thank we you. We did for, an hour. We did a magical an hour. hour. Magic hour. Perfect. Magic hour. That's perfect. Hey, we've got a Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter. It's uh, GP magic hour show. Uh, my Twitter is gamer parent. And Mikey at L Mikey and Ryan's at Zoso one seven zero one. We've also got a Facebook page, The Magic Hour Show. We've got Twitch, The Magic Hour Show, and uh, I'm trying to stream there more. I say that every week, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We can stream Let It Die, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Is that a co-op game we can play together or no? I think we can play it on. The- I guess we're All gonna right. find out. Well, let's find out. Okay, we're gonna down- download it. And uh, we'll play we'll play that tomorrow. Um, we've got a voicemail. You can call us five three zero ninety three M show. That's five three zero nine three six seven four six nine. You can always email us at feedback at themagichourshow.net. And uh, if you're looking to arrange a play date with Ryan, you can go to our <laughs> Steam group, the Gamer Parent Steam group, uh, which is also short form GPMH. 
Is that right? That's right. I, I That's was, right. I never remember that. I should just write it in here in the script, and then I wouldn't have to <laughs> ask you every time. Uh, <laughs> you have been listening to The Magic Hour Show. You can download this show on iTunes, stream it on Stitcher. We've got an RSS link on our website, themagichour.show. I'm your host, Eugene Hua. Thanks for listening.